everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Viato Podcast. I'm Lance Helgeson with Viato, and I'll be your host for today's episode. Today's podcast will dig deep into a topic that's front and center for many dealers right now, how to get the right inventory that will sell in your market. And my guest today is a seasoned veteran of the car business who spent considerable time as a professional buyer for dealers across the country. And today, Bruce Harrington works as used car director for Paso Robles Chevrolet in Paso Robles, California. Bruce, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. How are you? I am well. I understand you might be a little chillier than normal there in California. What's going on? Uh, we have these winter storms coming through, so uh, wearing a little vest today and trying to stay warm. Yeah, and me meantime, here in Chicago, it's been unseasonably warm with no snow. So little little funky weather, I guess, going around. Um, so I, I gave a I gave our listeners and viewers a, a little quick nugget about you, Bruce, but perhaps as a place to start, could you tell us a little bit about your, your career in the car business and what you're doing today at the Chevrolet store? Well, you can tell from my hair color, I've been in the business since 79. Uh Spent 20 plus years at uh, two Toyota stores over in Bakersfield, California, hmm. uh, doing used cars. Uh, had an opportunity, was asked to help open a dealership in 19 back in Tennessee, which uh, was an eye-opening experience being on the West Coast for, for well, since 79. Uh, left Tennessee and kind of got out of the business for a little bit and got a phone call from somebody I know over here. One of the owners and GMs, they have a total of eight stores, five imports and three uh, domestics. Okay. And uh, asked what was going on in the used car business and uh, told him I'd been out of it for a few months. And long story short, he called back and said, you know, I need some help getting cars. I can't get cars. And uh, I know you were, you know, acquiring cars back in Tennessee and then on the West Coast and uh asked him what kind of appraising tool he used and he told me it was provision i said great just give me a login and i'll look at the market and uh long story short after a couple of days he called back up and said would you mind acquiring cars for our three chevy stores uh, online okay. and it was a simple yes one we have to have provision two we have to have stockwave and okay. uh, that was the key to it uh, and that started in March of 20. Uh, and it's been very successful for all three stores. Why, why is that uh, a price of entry or a, a, a preference of entry, I guess, to have that provision stock wave combination? Why, why are those two things must haves for you? Well, you know, everybody, myself included, has always come back and said, hey, uh, I need a pink polka dot VW convertible. And I would say, well, I'll go to the used car factory and get one. Well, mm -hmm. stop it's the used car factory. I can simply dial in, go to vehicles, go to a buy. I have 63 different searches stored in Stockwave. Mm -hmm. And every morning I open up my used car. I call it my used car manufacturer or used car factory. And uh, I systematically go through all of the vehicles that we currently need between the stores. Uh, and it's critical to do that. I would spend hours in the auction lanes, uh, travel to Arizona and Texas every other week from Bakersfield. And 
you know, land at 10 o'clock, get to the auction by one, get thrown out at six o'clock and have to touch all these cars. Uh, I could simply, once I started using Stockwave, I would simply build a run list and be able to touch the 15, 20, maybe 60 cars I've looked at and not have to spend five hours walking the lanes. Uh, take me an hour, hour and a half. And then more importantly, then it freaked me up to be able to watch the lanes. I might've missed a car uh, hmm. that comes through that somehow it didn't get through the system. Somehow it didn't get picked up. So it, it freed me up to be able to watch cars go through the lane, independent of what I have on my buy list. Interesting. Let me let me drill into a couple points you made there, uh, Bruce. So your your buy list, if I followed you correctly, you're you're buying for three stores. Is that right? Correct. Okay. And, and so how many cars are you uh, acquiring on average? And I know things are a little wonky now, but but um, what's your monthly average of cars that from the auctions you're acquiring? Probably around 110. Okay. Not just through auction, but through Stockway, through Avis, through Hertz. Uh, looking at the cards and then reaching out to my Avis or Hertz, Hertz rep. Uh, okay. About okay. Have you guys, are you tapping the private party seller stuff that's in there too? Or is that something that, that's not really part of your purview? No, we signed up with ICO and it's been a big success. Uh, okay. So we're hitting the ICO part of it. Uh, but truthfully, on the private party side, no, it's strictly been in lanes through the rental companies, open lane. Uh, currently, I'm in Dallas in three lanes, uh, need to pick up some trucks. Okay, okay. And and you mentioned run lists. So let's go back to, I, I understand a bit about how Stockwave and Provision work together, that you set up a strategy, you get your saved searches based on the cars that you need, and it feeds you. Um, so what, how does that process of getting your buy list together today compare to maybe pre-stock wave when you did it a different way before? Well, pre-stock wave before was you walked the auctions, literally. I was one of those guys that uh, didn't really get into the online stuff in the very beginning. So I would spend, uh, you know, fly over to Metro, spend three hours touching those cars, writing them down on my list, going back to the hotel, booking the cars out, looking at the cars, where I wanted to be. The next day it was previewing Odessa in Phoenix. And the next day it was previewing uh, Mannheim in Phoenix. And you would spend three full days doing something that literally today I can do in an hour and a half. Uh, I've got the vehicles I need in my searches this morning. And I just systematically go through them whether it's to sell today, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, be it Texas, Vegas, uh, LA, I'm Golden State this afternoon. I simply put them in my buy list and mark them for run in my uh, watch on Mannheim. And my watch tells me that I've got a run coming up and Velocity tells me that I've got a car coming up in lane. Okay, okay. Now, uh, with respect to buying online so you were a guy you know you touched to the cards you physically looked at them smelled them how do you gain the confidence today buying online that in fact this car is what you think it is i think the crs more importantly than anything are getting better 
much better than what they were in the past. Uh, you know, we look at stuff that that's a three, five CR or better. Uh, and, you know, being able to define the mileage and, and what you're looking for, you know, take a traverse. If I, I'm looking for 21 traverses, turn rate on that's 34 days. A 22 turn rate is 109 days. Which car do I want to go after? You know, it's, it's mathematics. The numbers don't lie. Uh, so I can quickly, instead of looking at a 22 and scanning it, I look at it online and I find out it's got 109 days supply for me. Uh, not interested. Narrow it down to 2021s and uh, I can pick out what I want. So you're buying based on how fast you think you can turn it. Is that, am I reading you correctly there? Yeah, I, the, the used car business has always been on turn. Yeah. Uh, if you turn your inventory seven, eight, nine times, you're going to make more money than if you're turning it four times. Uh, mm -hmm. That investment costs money every day it sits out on that lot. You're paying whether you have flooring or whether it's your own cash. That's money you're burning. True, true. Now, uh, I guess I want to go back to, to how you buy. Are you using proxy bids or is it really more just having the knowledge, you get the alerts that, hey, I got to pay attention here, I'm on it, and you're watching one-to-one? -one. I get the alerts. Uh, when I was back over in Bakersfield, I did a lot of proxies. Mm -hmm. uh, we could afford to absorb 30 cars if we if we got, obtained them. If I do proxies here, I can't absorb 30 cars in, in one day or two days or three days. So it's just Okay. And, and I guess if I might be reading too much between the lines, Bruce, but I, I know that, you know, over the last couple of years, because of the way wholesale values were, wholesale supplies were, you know, in terms of limited prices you had to pay, that some, some dealers kind of stepped back from the auction. Um, and I guess I'm sensing that that wasn't how you guys played. Um, but I am curious in that environment, how you know or how you feel comfortable that in that high cost era that you're buying cars with enough margin to make it work, you know, for your dealership. There's been a lot of heartburn. Everybody's experienced the, this last two or three years. Uh, the last three or four months have not been fun. Uh, yeah. With the market decline, starting to pick it back up. Uh, I think you have to look at the analytics that Stockwave gives you, that Provision gives you. Uh, if you're buying the right car and it's turning properly, you can afford to pay more for that car. If you're buying the wrong car with a slow turn, it's going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's that simple. So it's it's, you know, I'm looking at, in lane right now at the at glance and what's the scarcity what's the r book on it what's the turn on it uh you know it's a 5-0 and i need three of them that's a car that i'm going to look at it's a car that i can afford to pay a little bit more money for so it's you're price sensitive if you're buying the wrong cars you're not price sensitive if you're buying the right cars if they're turning they're going to turn mm-hmm but I, I guess, do you feel on the retail side that maybe I've understood that retail prices have been diminishing and maybe they're appreciating a little bit here in the last couple of weeks as we you know, head into March. Um, 
but have you found that what you thought was okay the day you bought it actually because you know there was maybe a softening in retail demand that it wasn't okay and, and if that happens how do you deal with it well you know you break that golden rule that you don't turn the car you don't get off of it in time and uh we've got some pain and heartburn here uh, mm -hmm. but it, it reality is our market if you take it in 20 one, uh, what they call the Santa Barbara market uh, encompasses 75, 78 dealers. Uh, mm -hmm. The market was down in 21, 14%. We were up 23%. In 22, the market was down 14%. And year over year, we were up an additional 14%. Some of that is attributed to the store's desire to not, not retract from the business. Sure. Yep. Their desire was to expand it when, you know, we have four Chevys, new cars sitting on the lot and they were stocking 15, 20 used. We got our stocking up to 65 cars. Uh, you got to keep the lights on in the dealership. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do that walk in the lane of an auction. You have to go to an online mode. Understood. Understood. Have you guys eased off the acquisition pedal at all in the last couple? It sounds to me like maybe you've got some cars that you thought would have moved that haven't quite moved. Has that, you know, allowing you or telling you to, to step back a little bit? We withdrew a little bit for the last six weeks just to kind of see where the market was. Uh, mm -hmm. But we're going to go back in with both hands. Uh, it's time to restock. I think the markets here are going to be strong. Uh, when I look at the other dealerships, not within our group, uh, see a lot of empty spaces over there. So uh, I think there's market to capture. Okay. What would you say, Bruce, is the, the key? challenge that that stock wave helps you solve i said stock wave is my used car factory when somebody comes in and says i need a black malibu under thirty thousand miles in an lt i simply go to my used car factory and i find it and i buy it that is to me you know the beautiful thing of stock wave is it is your used car factory if I need a, a dual rear wheel 3,500 white for a rancher out here, I simply plug it in. Uh, it's one of my built-in searches, but, you know, Stockwave is the used car factory. It's the factory that we never had. Uh, you know, getting up at five in the morning and driving down to LADA and coming back home and then getting up and driving to Fontana and then getting up and driving to Riverside. You know, there's seven hours behind the windshield. I can yeah. spend an hour and a half in front of a computer screen and have my day built. It's that simple. And what about um, with the, the time? So it sounds to me like you're, you're way more efficient. What are you able to maybe spend your time on now? I think you mentioned it earlier that you can actually watch lanes more, but what about working with customers, managing your team and, and that sort of thing? Do you have more time for that now too? It especially pays off when it comes to one, walking the lot with the team, explaining what the car is, what the value of the car is, where the car came from. But more importantly, it's freed up a tremendous amount of time for me to be able to spend time with recon. I'm actually in the store 
70, 80% more than I ever was. Uh, when you're out Tuesday through Thursday, possibly Tuesday through Friday, you're getting a phone call about the recon, you know, you're pulling a car off the rack. Let me look at it when I get back. I'm here. Uh, I, I'm two minutes from my shop. It's a huge advantage uh, for us on the recon side. Wonderful, wonderful. I got two more questions, Bruce. Um, you mentioned the, uh, I think it was a King Cab, that uh, that truck that you were at, you were after. It made me wonder, and, and you also talked about the used car factory. On the new car side, in the last like two years, you know, we've seen a lot more pre-ordering, pre-selling, but you know, so you, it's kind of like selling out of your pipeline before the car even gets there. And I guess I'm wondering how much has that kind of specific customer request driven how you're sourcing these days? Are you seeing more of that just because customers know what they want and maybe it's not readily available and you serve them? Um, or are, is that just more of a rare case anymore? No, we, you know, yesterday I need to pick up a 12 pass van for a church. Okay. Uh, it, it happens on a daily basis. And, you know, prior to having Stockwave, I would call my Avis rep or my Hertz, Hertz rep up and, you know, hey, Leon, I need a white 12 pass van under 30,000 miles. And I might be able to get one in two weeks, three weeks. I had a request in the past where I needed two Siennas for the Boys and Girls Club. They had to be white, had to be under a certain amount of miles. Prior to Sockwave, it took me three months to acquire those two cars. Today, mm -hmm. I can go in, I can look out 750 miles, I know what my transportation is, and I can acquire that car generally within a week. Interesting. And is that, I know that that was sort of a specific example there of two vans, uh, but you mentioned 750 miles. What's your comfort level now in terms of how far away you'll buy compared today, maybe compared to two years ago? My searches start at 1,250 miles. Uh, very comfortable with freight, uh, very comfortable with uh, central dispatch. Uh, so acquiring a car, you know, I, I, the, the examples are small, but uh, watching Dallas a couple of weeks ago and the car happened to be in Nashville and there wasn't a lot of bidders. And I think I bought the car right and I landed it right. And freight was not a problem. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a learning curve for some, uh, but you know, there's that expression, and I hope I'm not corny, but, you know, if you're ripe, you're rotten. If you're green, you're growing. And, uh, you know, Stockwave is a growing experience every day. And, and, I, and I will also tell you this. I have benefited from the fact that I've got a great PM. Hmm. Uh, you know, he truly knows the car business. He truly has used the tool. And uh, we chat frequently. He's just been an enormous help getting a guy like me into that. Uh, and it, it's, it's made it very comfortable for me to, to, to acquire cars. What would, what would you list as maybe one key insight or lesson the PM, uh, your performance manager ha has given you that sticks, you know, more than another? Well, he's opened up my eyes to things, but the most important thing I would say is I will send him something I need in our next session. 
and he delivers on that. Uh, you know, might be uncomfortable here or there using the tool. Uh, and he's always coming up with a new way, you know, building a search, uh, you know, for looking at after sale, uh, try this search. And it's, you know, high bid in lane. Uh, out of the 60 some odd searches, I'm gonna say 10 or 12 of them are searches he built for us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, over the weekend, you wanna be high bid. Uh, so it, it's the communication with him is, is extremely important to me. Uh, the one thing I will say to anybody is if you sign up, you need to pay attention and you need to show up for your meetings with them. Uh, I think that's critical. If yeah, you're not going to use the tool, you just stop. But, you know, I got this pitch to me back in 16, I think, and uh, was just starting with ProVision. And uh, my Cox representative said, you need to look at Stockwave. I've known him for 15 years. Uh, and halfway through the demo, I didn't want to be rude and say, stop. I was sold. Hmm. I was selling me the used car factory. We were all looking for it. It, it really is that simple. Uh, and I didn't have to spend six, seven hours every day looking through a windshield. Yeah. Yeah. One, one final question, uh, Bruce. Now, if, if someone is say on the fence or, or maybe even a doubter, you know, when it comes to technology like Stockwave to, to help them source more effectively, uh, in the, in the wholesale market, what piece of advice or point of view might you offer to that individual? Well, I just recently had a Toyota store that I'm friends with the owners and the GM called me up, same thing. And uh, take the demo, have an open mind, pay attention. And uh, I called from him the other day and they were looking for a Supra and he found one back in Minnesota. It That's again, an extreme thing, but if you don't take the demo and you don't really listen and pay attention to it, uh, it, it, again, you have to have an open mind, but learn to use the tool. It's very helpful. It, it's, it's productive. Take the demo. I mean, it's painless and you know, maybe you don't want to hear it, but you're on a 30 day. Try it for 90. Yeah. But dig in. Try it. Uh, you have nothing to lose. Nothing. Uh, you only have you only have something to gain. If you can get that one or two cars that you've been looking for in a two-minute search, why not try it? It's a good perspective, Bruce. Thank you for, for sharing that. And, and thanks for taking time for us for the podcast today. I've enjoyed the conversation. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Bruce. And thanks to all of you watching and listening to the podcast. Until next time, stay well. <laughs>